Pastor Henry Carter and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We return today to Matthew chapter 6, moving on to verses 5 through 8. Matthew opened this sixth chapter by addressing the person's attitude concerning the subject of giving alms. It is to be done in secret, not drawing attention to yourself as was the custom of the Pharisees in Jesus' day. Our Lord tells us that when you put your hand in your pocket to get something to give, be so secret about it that your right hand doesn't know what your left hand is doing. Now, here in verses 5 through 8, he addresses the marks of genuine prayer. Just as in the giving of alms, our prayers are to be in secret and sincere. We are not to be like the hypocrites who go out into the streets wearing prayer shawls, which advertises the fact that they are praying. Jesus says that when a man prays like that, he has his reward. He gets what he wants, and that is to be seen by men. Here now are verses 5 through 8, and Matthew writes, And now about prayer. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who pretend piety, by praying publicly in street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. Truly, that is all the reward that they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourselves, all alone, and shut the door behind you and pray to your Father secretly, and your Father, who knows your secrets, will reward you. Don't recite the same prayer over and over as the heathen do who think that prayers are answered only by repeating them again and again. Remember your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Jesus that make the pathway 
We are told in verse 6 that prayer should be marked by sincerity. Go in and close the door, for your prayer is between you and God. In verse 7, we see that prayer should be marked by simplicity. Don't use vain repetition. Just tell the Lord what you have on your mind. He knows what you need before you ask Him, but He wants you to come to Him and ask. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. God is a person with whom it is possible for man to communicate. God himself created that possibility. We humans can talk to him and he hears. The Bible writers, both in the Old and in the New Testaments, spoke much about such communication. They emphasized it and encouraged its use. They called it prayer. Unfortunately, like most other things, men perverted prayer. That's what we humans under sin tend to do. We tend to pervert what's good. I spoke yesterday about giving to the needy. Man perverted that. Today and for the next number of programs, I'll focus on prayer. Prayer was an important part of Jewish religious ritual. One rabbi stated that prayer was greater than good deeds. Another said that he had only one regret— that it wasn't possible for him to pray all day and night. Jesus spoke about prayer to his followers. On one occasion, recorded by Matthew in chapter 6, Jesus said, But when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full, When you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. In the following verses, Jesus tells his people how to talk to God. In these verses, he tells us how not to talk to him. The ancient rabbis constantly struggled with the fact that prayer so easily became something that it should not be, and they devised ways to combat bad prayers. One rabbi claimed that to avoid repeating the same prayer day after day, He composed a new one every day. Another rabbi, in order to guard against bad prayers, suggested that each prayer should be preceded by one hour's preparation and followed by one hour's meditation. So in this section, Jesus talks about how to pray and how particularly not to pray. He says we ought not to pray standing in the synagogue or on the street corner, for the purpose of being seen by people. That is, prayer is not for the benefit of other people, not for the popularity of the one who prays. While there is nothing wrong with standing while praying, 
nor is there anything wrong with praying in the synagogues, nor at the street corners. But the Pharisees had a habit of stopping at busy intersections, just at the specified times for prayer. Then lifting hands up to God, they would pray for all to see. They were anxious to make the impression on people when the purpose of prayer is to make contact with God. While there is nothing wrong with praying in public, Jesus did it. Most prayer should be offered from the privacy of a closed room. Prayer is talking to God, not to people. So Jesus' first point, prayer should not be ostentatious, as were some of the prayers of the Jews and later the Christians. Second, Jesus said, When you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard for their many words. Jesus certainly referred to long prayers that were repetitive. The Hebrews had some very beautiful prayers. The Shema from Deuteronomy 6 is one. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. That's a beautiful prayer. The Jews were to say it at least twice a day, once in the morning and again in the evening. Later, another series of prayers was written called the 18, which actually became 19. Again, it's a beautiful liturgy. That was to be recited three times a day. Then the Jews had prescribed prayers for all kinds of occasions and circumstances, such as fire, lightning, storm, lakes, rivers, when receiving good news or bad news, when buying and bringing in new furniture, or when entering or leaving a city, and so on. But as with anything else, even prayers can become useless and annoying to God. When prayers become meaningless and repetitive, then they not only lose their purpose, but they become harmful. The pagans repeated words and phrases over and over. They became incantations that actually became hypnotic, almost intoxicating. That's not prayer that honors God. Perhaps if the ancients had had recording equipment, they might have recorded a prayer on an endless reel and just continued playing the prayer all day long. Fortunately, God can close his ears. So Jesus is not speaking against long prayers. He himself prayed long. Nor is he speaking against much praying. He encouraged that. But he is speaking against ostentatious prayers, against meaningless prayers, against prayers that are only formal and liturgical and nothing more. Babbling can occur in liturgical prayers, extemporaneous prayers, as well as in long or short prayers. Nor is the position in prayer important. Prayer could be offered standing, sitting, walking, or in a prostrate position. Tomorrow I come to Jesus' model prayer, often called the Lord's Prayer. I end today with verse 8. What God looks for in every prayer is trust. That's what Jesus meant by that eighth verse. We speak to him like a child who trusts the Father. Those shadows deepen And my heart bleeds I will not question The way He leads 
past his lead, he'll never fail through darkest tunnels or misty. News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter, California, 93263, USA.